0: Imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously, and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Podcasting from the top floor of the Radio Milk World headquarters in Oakland, California. <laughs> a gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock. about music, rock and roll, and corporate power.
1: I'm I'm from the south. <laughs> I'm a southern bell.
0: Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which.
2: If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing screw with sharpen (laughs) the
0: I'm known for many things and strong invectives are one of them. Conan, you have a lot going on right now. It means something. Well, we all deserve to be
2: recognized. See anything wrong with, you know, being into the
3: stuff you're into? 150 people with a massive crowd, you know?
2: We'll sing you a song.
1: You may be led astray.
0: Meatloaf has a Christmas album. What an excellent professional segue that was.
1: Well, I'm very curious about Math Rock. You
0: know, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice.
1: We will impress you later.
0: Yeah, it's a very good question. and I like it because you had a beginning, a middle, and an end.
1: Could not be more professional.
4: Get you pumped up.
1: We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. When one, I choose to run my life, too. That's okay. And they got away.
0: You know, that's my take on it with what's yours. Protonic River Doll!
2: That's like a science thing, right?
0: That's right. It is like a science thing. It is a scientific fact that we are here, and you are here with us, and we thank you for that. Today is a very, very special day for Protonica We are going to be speaking with, on the phone with uh, Mr. Brendan Canty, drummers of one of my favorite bands of all time, uh, Fugazi, Who not only one of my favorite bands, but also a massive inspiration for how to conduct yourself as a person <laughs> and human being. Things along those lines. He's a hell of a guy. He also happens to be a great guitar player, which is incredibly annoying for, uh, you know, being, a, being being a renaissance man, a filmmaker. He does these these live soundtrack to uh, to movies. He's he's crazy. It he makes music for this this prison show. Yeah, he's it's, it's a wild guy, wild guy, and he's 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 very inspirational. I'm, I'm very excited to be talking to him. He's he's gonna be a a good conversation. I hope and. We're looking forward to get some uh, get some good epiphanies out of the man and maybe get a little bit inside what makes Brendan Canty tick. So that'll be coming up a little later. Uh, of course, as per normal and normal Protonic Reversal capacity. Colony
2: oh. Neutrons Protonic Reversal. That's right. <laughs> protonic <laughs> Reversal.
0: We will uh, play some tunes. We will have a good time. Uh, no Brenna this week. We will have Brenna Betts back next week. I believe, and that is a... <laughs> that's as close of a fact as I'm willing to go on record for right now. Hey, that's how things roll here at Radio Nope and Proton Conversal. We, we appreciate you hanging in there, and it's just me, Kona Neutron, your host, taking you on this journey, getting to the ennui, getting to why people do whatever it is that they do, and we... Enjoy that here. We also enjoy using the Royal Wii. So we are going to use the Royal Wii, and we are going to continue to bring you the best music and the best talk here on none other than Protonic Commercial. It's always an honor to talk to your heroes. Always more of an honor to find out that, hey, they're really just super awesome people. And that's exactly who Brendan Canty is. He's is exactly the kind of person that... I personally have always wanted to have on this show. I was lucky enough to talk to him in a previous show, in a previous life, and he is a gentleman and a scholar. So we're gonna listen to some Fugazi tunes. We're gonna listen to some Death Fix, underrated Discord band that the man plays guitar in. Uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good time. But for now, we're gonna listen to a local favorite. Uh, in radio nope capacity, which is Lardo. This is Gun Metal Eyes by Lardo.
4: It doesn't
1: change anything Change, change.
0: Bob Old, circles. Mold. That is the song "Circles," as off of the uh, "Body of Song" album. And on drums is none other than today's guest, Mr. Brendan Canty. Of course, before that we had a, a band from a—it was an obscure band. You may not have heard of them, known as uh, Fugazi, uh, with "Public Witness" program. That is off of the end of the Kill Taker LP. And before that we had Gun Eyes" by a band from. Chicago called Lardo that does not seem to be gone and does not seem to be around at the same time these days. Uh, You have to ask them what all that means. But I know it's a hell of a band and that Gunmetal Eyes record was one of the tops for myself of the last year, 2015. So if you're interested in music you may not already be familiar with, you could do a whole lot worse than to check out Lardo because they're fantastic. Let's see. We're going to play a couple other tunes. We're going to be speaking to Mr. Brendan Canty shortly. Uh, looking forward to that. Let's hear a couple of newer songs, uh, some Death Fix tunes. So this will be Brendan on guitar uh, coming up. Also, I'd just like to point out, you know, I know people don't like getting too political or whatnot, which astounds me. But Donald Trump's latest thing of saying that there should not only be punishments for women's right to choose over the autonomy of their of their body, which he said there should be some form of punishment, maybe one of the craziest things I've ever heard in American politics, and it actually makes me wonder is that is that going to be too much? Is that too much? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? And then it also reminded me that Ted Cruz is actually further to the right of him on abortion. And then I got depressed. Luckily, we do have people on uh, in another party that do not believe such crazy, crazy craziness. These are truly relatively fictitious times that we live in, and yeah, you know, if you were to, this would be an episode of a television show. I think at this point it would probably stream credulity, but hey, you know that that's where we're at. <laughs> uh, this is Death Fix.
4: I lost my way when the music died I'm so turned out I couldn't cry In a world that's not what it seems The grass is green but the sun never shines Missing things that were never mine In a field of low-lying dreams
0: We go. That is better than bad by Deathfix, and of course we had before that Brendan number one from fugazi and it was a, a bit of a Deathfix sandwich, if you will. Before that, we had another Deathfix number, and that one is on that same record. That one is uh, a, a little, little more obscure, I suppose. If you if you want to talk about the hits for Deathfix, uh, that one is uh, Lowline Dreams. And joining us by phone, now we have Mr. Brendan Canty himself. Brendan, hello.
3: Hey, how you doing?
0: Hey, there he is. <laughs> the crowd's going wild. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> th- th- thanks so much for taking the time, man. It, it, it means a lot to us.
3: Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so, for playing all the Death Mix tracks.
0: I like the record a lot, man. I think that the, I, I'm ready for the next one. When's when's this next one coming out? What's, what's going on?
3: Uh, we're we're sort of laying low right now, to be honest with you. Like Rich has been working on other, another project this year, and and Mark has been out touring with Kid Congo. So yeah, every we actually kind of pretty much didn't do anything this year. I got to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's good because I, I mean I realized I, did, I launched into this interview like I'm cross examining you, so I'm glad you're being honest. I didn't swear you in or anything.
3: But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's yeah. I mean, there's, we're all busy as hell, but we're not busy with each other. How's that? <laughs>
0: there um, we go. That works.
3: Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, I've been making music with this guy, Doug Kalmeyer, who is actually Death Fix's sound man. Um, and he and I are doing these kind of big, um, uh, instrumental, but, um, uh, kind of filmic, soundtracky. Things, kind of big, um, blown out kind of things, um, and we've only done a couple, uh, a couple of them, but uh, it's been it's been pretty great so far. You know, we're we're you know I'm going to be out in San Francisco. I just, just realized yeah, I'm wow. going to be my my brother, my brother and I are uh, are playing at the Exploratorium on the 12th and 13th, doing um, a live. Uh, soundtrack to Brent Green and Sam Green's films.
0: Wow. Which, okay.
3: Yeah, Yeah. so you guys should come out to that.
0: I, I, th- I mean, I think you just gave me an exclusive. How can I not?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you heard it here it's, first, folks. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm so horrible at this kind of self-promotion business, but I, it did cross my mind as I was talking to you.
0: And since we have uh, people listening all over the world, we have uh, people from as far away as Bulgaria and as close as uh, down the street. Uh, That would be for San Francisco folks, uh, the Exploratorium. And that's an amazing museum. I mean, that's basically a museum dedicated to science and, like, the fun part of science. The mucking around with it and, you know, getting your hands on things and levers moving around and look what happens when I do this.
3: Yeah, it's the best. It's really fun. It's not like a kids' museum. It's like a, a mind-blowing mus- museum. Honestly,
0: yeah. It's like for um, kids and and they, all ages. They've,
3: they've had us out there before. We actually went out there with a film about fog that was that they commissioned when they first. We were the first thing in the news space to play there with with uh, Sam Green. Um, I do these kind of like live soundtracks where he narrates and makes the film, and then me and uh, Oh, different different people get together and do
1: the
0: soundtrack. Yeah, I heard it. a so little this, about this. Yeah, so this is something where there, so there's like a film plane, and there's a, a sort of um, a, a live live soundtrack presented. So is this like improvised music? Is it like written music?
3: Well, the thing we're doing there um, in May is. Half and half. I mean, it's uh, half of it is very written, and half of it are, is is kind is pretty improvised. And that's the two different filmmakers, Sam Green and Brent Green. Sam Green does you know kind of straight up short, or he does long documentaries. He did the Weather Underground documentary that got nominated oh. for an Academy Award.
1: Yeah, 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 of course, and, uh, yeah,
3: yeah. And then he uh, and he does, and we've we've been doing since since that movie. He's been doing these. Um, uh um live documentaries, basically, so he did one called um uh and for movements, which has sort of explored the different um you know manifestations of the, uh the or the origins and then the manifestations of the uh utopian movements and then the uh uh the dissolution of it you know in the during the wars and then how it manifests itself in contemporary society so it sounds very dry, but it's actually. It's the way he he tells it, and the script is fantastic. And he he's up there with us, narrating the entire thing. So it kind of goes back and forth between the the film, which has also dialogue in it, and his narration. And our music is underneath all of it. And then um and then this other the other filmmaker we're with is Brent Green, who does these um anim, uh, stop motion animation sort of um, from the hip kind of uh cathartic um sort of personal narratives and that 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 so they're really different uh, and i've been working with yeah. both of them for more than more than 10 years and this is the first time that we've brought both filmmakers together and and put together this shorts this um shorts program um, so, anyway, so my, then my brother James is going to come with us and a, a couple other people.
0: Yeah, well. this sounds, this sounds like a whole operation. This is a this is going to be quite the event. This, so this ex, you said it was Exploratorium, and it was April. Uh, May it? it's
3: in May, in May. May. Yeah, I'm coming out on the 10th. i rehearsals on the 11th, and then 12th and 13th we I think we did two shows a night. Gotcha. Okay. On the 12th and 13th.
0: So we'll we'll post something that. Not v-
3: not that I'm here just to plug my gig.
0: <laughs> you know that Canty always plugging away. <laughs> God. You're gonna be at the Giggle Hut next week and uh, <laughs> Yeah
3: man right exactly. And Tuesday I'll be at the Laugh Hut. Yeah exactly. Laugh
0: exactly. The 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 Smile I wish. <laughs> the, the the Smile <laughs> cauldron Yeah exactly. 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 So, <laughs> the port, the grin <laughs> Exactly. Thank you. So that's, that, that, that's that good. Out. That's good. You 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 got a future in this. I I can see you going places, Candy. It'll be good.
3: <laughs> All right. So, what do you have? Uh, uh, so, what's going on with you guys? How's 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 the radio world? I t- How are the airwaves? <laughs> I
0: mean, it's 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 great. It's crazy. It's uh you know it's it's uh, you know the. The wow! I didn't I didn't expect to have the tables turned on me like that. That was very surprising. Uh, I mean, it's what what can I say? We have the the station that we're broadcasting on Radio Nope is a the station that I always wanted to have exist. Right? It's got all the music that I love from all the different eras and and types, and uh, the shows that are on that are talking shows are either shows I really enjoy listening to or feature me. So how, how am I not going to be? <laughs> How am I not going to be excited about that? It's great. It's 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 fantastic. It's, exactly. It's a weird world. I, I think what you get with Radio Note that you don't get with something like Pandora is you get uh you know it's autiered. So you're talking about the you know these filmmakers. You're doing these soundtracks for. Uh, one of the things Radio Note is so interesting for is you get people that are really passionate about music, bringing their favorite music for you to listen to and then, you know, maybe start a conversation about. So, I mean, I think we're in kind of operating in an interesting space as far as that goes. Then that yeah. I, I think that's, you know, maybe they'll find a way to have a robot do that at some point, but as, as, as near as I can tell, they haven't <laughs> figured it out yet. So
3: no, they haven't figured that part out. <laughs> Absolutely, and I mean, that's
0: awesome, man. well, I mean, as, as I'm not, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but we have a Fugazi Friday, as a for instance, like you know, so some people get the let out. We have like an hour worth of Fugazi every Friday, and people come and hang out and listen to Fugazi together.
3: Oh, that's awesome! I make my children do that
0: <laughs> again at the Giggle Hut on Tuesday. <laughs>
3: it's not just an hour but it's the same kind of right right
0: so so that's that's something interesting because because you're a you're a father a a few times over how many how many kids do you have you're
3: i have four and my oldest is um about to go into college that is he's just he's visiting colleges right now he's up in michigan right now and we're going to Austin together next week. So yeah, it's crazy. It's beyond crazy.
0: Yeah, that's got to be like, kind of a mind trip, right?
3: Yeah, it's beyond. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, no, it's, it's great. They're great, great guys. And my my, and then I have a 15 year old who's in a band called Your Mother and I Are Separating, which is a uh, they're killer. They're
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> great name. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um. But uh, yeah, he's he's great. They've been playing gigs at like you know the VFW hall and stuff like that, and they're uh-huh. out of their minds. And, yeah, they're fucking awesome. I mean, I'm sorry, don't. I'm it, not allowed to curse. Right?
0: It, it's okay. It's internet. You can curse all you want, Brendan.
3: Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a twelve-year-old, a another son, and then a, a, an eight-year-old daughter is uh, also fantastic. They're all fantastic. Nice, well,
0: I dig them. You, you can, that's that's a very nice thing. That, it's it's nice that you that you like <laughs> like your children. That's a good thing.
3: <laughs> most of the time.
0: Well, and that's yes. yeah, exactly. Most of the time, that's the key disclaimer, right? Well, so that's that's something you kind of like segued into something I wanted to talk about. Like, you know, are they uh, are they interested in in your music? What like what you do? Do they? And yeah, but yeah, but I, I
3: mean, I mean, I made it personally super clear. That it was like, I mean, they have nothing to live up to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you don't, you don't. I mean, I said that was then, and you're dealing with a whole different, you know, uh, set of, you know, contexts, and you know, for film and music and all these other things, and you know, they're they're, it's it's, uh, you know, which is sadly now I have to go to a lot of rap shows, but they're uh... <laughs> 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 i see i see a lot of Kanye right um, right. but no but they 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 yeah they they totally get it and they they're you know they're and they're also like we're all all the fugazi guys are still super tight i mean you know d c's still a small town right so right. and Joe has- Joe recently moved back to DC from Rome, so I and his, his daughter's going to school with those guys up at their high school.
5: Oh wow! Okay, and
3: yeah, which is two blocks from my house. And Ian comes over to our house almost every weekend and says hi to everybody and hangs out and drinks tea. And Carmine, his son, hangs out with us. And no, it's been it's um, you know my daughter and Carmine are close in age. They're not. He's a little younger. But um, and then Guy's daughter and my daughter, are a good pal. So it's one of those things where they they're just it's just part of and they also they also go to the same high school that I that Ian and I went to.
0: Oh, how crazy. Which is, All right.
3: Oh, I mean, it's a small town. Right. Really. Right. It's, uh, like, so um, and and that and they do. And there are there are bands, you know, there's still a ton of bands up there. There's still a ton of, you know, at that level. in the high school level, there's, um, you know, kids go to shows, kids put on shows, kids, you know, it's all happening. They don't, I mean, they're not, um, they're not like all hardcore kids, or they're not all this or that, or whatever you want to call it. They don't, it's it's pretty small C Catholic, you know, it's pretty diverse, you know, as as far as aesthetics are concerned. But... um, that's great, you know. And yeah, they're all yeah, super really enthusiastic for one another and really supportive. So, I I mean, as they say, it's all happening it's just not happening to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. And, and it sounds like you're you're giving you're giving the appropriate like respect and distance to let them kind of define themselves, which is so Exactly. Important. I mean, you don't want to be like that. Was
3: actually, it was actually Robert Hunter who said that. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that's a Robert Hunter
0: quote. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's, yeah. That, that's, that's, <laughs> you. Sorry, that's Sorry my,
3: for dropping a dead quote on a San Francisco show. <laughs> that's, awesome.
0: and that's just between you and me and the thousands of listeners. Don't worry, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> so you, I mean, you, you don't ever do the thing where you're like you know, when you, you, your kids are like into the music and like, oh, when I was your age, you know, I was uh, in Deadline. We were on, you know, we already had something on, on the Flex Your Head comp. You know, you don't ever, like, pull that kind of, hey, like, comparison analysis. <laughs> Not so much.
3: I mean, there's, the funny thing is they, they will literally, like, record something and, like, uh, like, all their songs and put them up, like, that day, you know, on, oh, wow. on SoundCloud. Right, right. And that's, like, the beginning and end of the process. It's not like there's, like, this long... Wind. And the same with all this video stuff. Like, you like it used to be you'd labor over things, and sure. you'd present it, and it'd be, you'd stood by it, and blah, blah, blah. And nowadays, you know, you film something, and, like, it's up in a couple of days. And, I mean, it's all... It's just really fluid. The creative process is so much more fluid due to the computer computers and the Internet. So, I don't know. I'd, I had this... Uh, I think it's it's nice It in a, in a lot of ways it's really, it's really freeing and lovely in another way. It's like, I you know, I think there is a certain, um, I don't know. It feels, like, it does feel like the process, um, is missing, uh, and you know, like the, the element of somebody you know, torturing themselves over. Right. <laughs> the rumin- ruminating and, and hemming and hawing and listening to it a thousand times. And self-editing and all this stuff, they don't necessarily... Like, people don't necessarily do that as much as they used to, I think.
0: Like the fluidity of it sort of makes it almost like a constant, like, okay, that's done, move on to the next thing, and... and Yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. There's a little bit more to that. I'm not talking about just them. I think in general... No, I think that's, that's a, a
0: culture of... thing. I think you're right, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like... Uh, you know, laboring over something endlessly until you really hate it is really an important part of the creative process. <laughs> <laughs> you kids don't even understand. They don't understand. You have to suffer.
0: Your art has to make you suffer. <laughs> we would listen to our records until we couldn't even hear them as music anymore. That's exactly right. Oh, that sounds terrible, Dad.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it does, doesn't it? (laughs) I don't know. When was like you put you put out records recently, right? I mean it's still that same process. Oh yeah. I remember I mean, when we put out the Death Fix album, like there's something about putting out vinyl too, where you're like literally racking your brain and going insane listening to ma- different mastering choices yep. and stuff and
0: you know how it is and it's right like they, it, it, it's, it's like yeah it's like taking like a uh, you know you, the Pepsi challenge or something and you're like they all taste exactly the same I don't know it's it's cola what do you want from me <laughs> it sounds fine do Until, it. it
3: yeah well my thing is like every like that today it tastes like you know it's it's all cola today it tastes like cola tomorrow it tastes like gin the next day like, like right, literally right. I'll listen to it and I'll be losing my mind just like listening to like just the hi-hat sound or just the kick you know like oh, it's horrible
0: well and that's so, the thing is like yeah you got you got to try in different systems and then you're like okay and then all right let's listen to it on this one oh it sounds different is that too much bass is that is that you is that the <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it'll drive you mental
3: this, this one terrible set of headphones or the really good head- i mean right it's really and then you put it out there and really i mean Besides you, you know, <laughs> playing it on your radio show, <laughs> it's like you know, it's hard. It's just there's so much, so there's just so much. There's, music out so, there much, there's so
0: much out there. Yeah, I mean, and you yeah. know, you, since since you asked, I'll I'll bring it up. Like it's always like there's just that that time period too. You you know, it's almost you, you get jealous of. Like, you know, your kids are recording something and then it's up on SoundCloud and boom, on to the next thing. And it's like this record, this that I just put out, the new Secret Friends record, we recorded that last May and we're not going to have the vinyl until June. And it's like, oh, my God, that's like over a year. Jesus Brutal. Christ. And, and you know, and I, I love that. I love the Death Fix record. I think it's great. I think it's, I think it's if you did not know the pedigree of any of the people involved that you would yeah. i mean it's a good rock record it's it's interesting i think it is you can tell influence from it but it isn't slavishly devoted to it but it also doesn't like fit a very easily digestible criteria of you know oh that's you know that's this or you know whatever that yeah i can really hear the beard and the popper hat in that music you know like <laughs> it doesn't have yeah. those cultural flashpoints that are and it's weird that people are like, oh well, it's never been a better time to release music. It's like, well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot out there, and it yeah, does. It, yeah. it, it used to be, I think, you know, people harped on the, oh well, good stuff will always get heard eventually. It's like, well, is that really? Is that really true? Is that really the case still? I don't know.
3: <laughs> I don't know either. It's um, I you know, I it does take. I think it's. Hard, you know, to uh, judge it, and, I, and this is even the same in Fugazi. I mean, I remember we put out we put out the first EP, and you know, I think we sold, which was great for the time, but I think we sold like three thousand copies. I mean, it really was not, you know, with waiting room on it and everything. It was just right, like not, right. you know, it was like it was cool, it was great, and we got some press, and that was great. And but we we kept touring it, but it, then our then it um, and then the next one, you know. Uh, Margin Walker, then that sold, you know, what six thousand or something, and, right. and then then the the first one sold a few more, and then and then so so you really got to stick it out. I mean, really, you got to keep releasing, and you know, and that then it'll grow exponentially. You know, I just don't think I think it's um, I think it's hard these days to think about committing to one band for so long uh, for anybody. I think a lot of people are having that same same problem you know um, of sticking it out for the long haul but like putting out records and 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 developing a relationship uh, or a, a contact you know your a, a self-defined context and aesthetic uh, set of principles that you can then relate to which define your future records and you know it's a process right I mean
0: of course yeah
3: just like just like the Beatles you know you <laughs> like you don't you don't get to have you know revolver or sergeant peppers or any of the other records without you know having the first records because there's the evolution of it and and also just the just here having a relationship with each other and with uh with the with uh, people who are listening to your records I don't know it's 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 uh that that's really the process and then the records you know people will i'm assuming at some point. You know, still, it's not going. You're probably never going to sell as many records as you used to. But you, people will, over a period of time, you know, your initial records will sell more and more. So, right,
0: as people find out about it, and as as the as the as, the, as it kind of catches fire amongst people, and then they're going to want to be, they're yeah. going to be curious about what happened before. Sure.
3: Well, it also doesn't have to be. You're not going after the same group of people. You're creating. You create a relationship with. The, the people out there who like your band. It's a totally right. I think there's a, it's a really it's a mistake to think that we're all tapping into the same group of people who are buying records. I mean really you' you're trying to you know you're, you're creating art that speaks to different to, to, to different people you know and those are the, that audience in a lot of ways only exists you know you create that you create that audience and they create they and when they show up you know right. that you're part of that group it's just a group it's a very specific group mentality and they go away they do other things if you yeah. don't exist they do other things
0: they'll, they'll yeah exactly they maybe they maybe they you know they don't listen to music so much anymore and they you know work at a car dealership and, or maybe they're raising alpacas yeah. or well i guess that's a dated reference but you know yeah, what, but you know some of
3: them some of them do. I mean, that's. I'm just saying, it's not. It's not like they grow out of it or grow. I mean, it's like they're all. What I found from Fix and from Fugazi is like there. It's a really like, especially being in Fugazi for like 15 years, like you realize right. what a, you know what how the different age groups come together. Sort of, you know, individually. You know, it's not so much. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Besides the fact that it's every band has their own relationship with their the people who listen to their music. Well, and that's
0: got to be interesting um, because I mean, you know, they talk about you know like voter groups and things like that. You have security moms and whatever. I mean, you know there's Fugazi dads now that like you know maybe they were like young kids in like the mosh pit when you guys like first started, and now they you know are they're grown up, but they've stuck with it. and They still listen to the music, and it it must have been interesting to like watch that that change and to see like, you know, new kids being brought into the, you know, coming to the shows, but then also seeing the older folks hanging out as well. And, and people that like, maybe, maybe they don't have like foot tall Liberty spikes or anything, but are absolutely, you know, for lack of a better term, punk as fuck. And yeah, I mean, especially because you guys, uh, you guys put out such an incredible catalog and, and, and you were around for, for quite some time. I mean, gosh, like what well, was it? Was like, what uh, you formed, like eighty seven. Right? Yeah. Like eighty
3: seven to two thousand
0: and two. That's crazy. But that's a long
3: time. <laughs> that's a long, long, a long time. time.
4: And
0: you I were know. putting out records that whole time. And and the thing that I find so interesting is that they were all like creatively viable. Like it wasn't like, hey, we found the thing. Let's just keep doing that thing that people like. Uh and you yeah. Know, there's very few bands that had that level of stability is certainly not without crazy lineup changes. I mean, the Melvins are one of my favorite bands of all time, but of course it's, you know, Buzz and Dale and like, you know, the, the traveling circus, like if whoever's playing with them. <laughs> and I, I say that with much love in my heart, you know, like it's <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I hear you. They're, they're astounding and they're amazing, but like, it's, it was the same four guys. I mean, you, Jerry, of course, started playing second drums with you. Um, yeah. I guess that was a, yeah,
3: he was with us a lot of the time, anyways. Right. And he was part. He was part of the crew, anyways. As was, you know, uh, Nick Pelachoto and Joey P. We we had a we had a not a big crew of people who traveled with us, but they were pretty, pretty, pretty consistent with us the whole time. But um, yeah, and the, and the over fifteen years, I mean, people like our immediate friends who started with us in eighty seven, you know, they were not. Still coming to see us play. I mean, they were still our friends, but they were not still coming to see us play in like 90. I and mean, they would stop by maybe here and there, but they were not, right. you know, they were not the back, the, the majority of the people who were coming to our shows. And they were doing other things for their lives, you know. And so you have to get used to that. If you're going to stick it out for 15 years, you have to get used to that idea that, you know, the people who are really your. Um, Peer group are sort of fall, falling away and doing other things and then you're you're still out there and then you you see it kind of um some come come and come and come and go but just a new new group of people and i don't know it's a, it was a it was it was an interesting thing far far too um much history to focus on in one interview but <laughs>
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's, but it's, I think it's interesting that the relationship between the fans and it being, it being such a give and take, which you almost take for granted when you, and I don't even like using the word punk rock anymore because it tends to be misappropriated. But like when you're in like the, the things that I'm really into and the things that mean so much culturally and like what I try to drive this show in and, you know, most of the things that I'm really into have that mindset of just that they're being a give and take. You know, there's there's actually yeah. a relationship there. It isn't like, hey, we're selling and you're buying. Like you're getting oh, the product.
3: absolutely. And, yeah, and, absolutely.
0: And it's it's weird to me, I guess, not to have people that don't get that, that don't that don't come from that. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. it's like, it's about community. It's like a, it's a thing. Like you know that you could strike up a conversation with like other people around you, and you'll you have this shared interest that. You know, bonds you together in this way. And it goes beyond the music, even.
3: Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, and I still, I mean, I, I wish there was more opportunity to communicate with people who, you know, I mean, I, I, there's a, there is really, at this, I'm now 50, and it's like there's this, uh, you know, this just really, it feels really fleeting in a lot of ways. Like, I really would love to be able to, um, You know, connect with more of those people, but every you know, uh, because I there were a lot of people who meant a lot to me back then who were. There's just no way you can stay in touch with them. It's just that you know, Ian, Ian Ian does a damn good job.
0: Yeah, and well, I mean, it's really, practically a full-time job, right? He does. He <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing about Ian that I find so interesting is, I mean, that guy remembers everything and everybody. And it's astounding to me. Like, it's, it's like, wow. That's, yeah. I mean, I have a pretty good yeah, memory, yeah. but not. I don't have, like, <laughs> I don't have his memory. That's, it's easy. No. It's like a steel he's trap. He's the
3: same way. He, he remembers everything, too. It drives me nuts.
0: <laughs> um, but, <laughs> that can go both I mean, ways. No,
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They, 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 I mean, I, I, it's a funny thing it's just like anything, when you leave, like when you leave your neighborhood, you grow up, you leave your neighborhood, you go back, and you see a bunch of your friends from the old neighborhood. It's like you carry with you a whole bunch of memories about them, and they carry a bunch with you, with them, a bunch of memories about you that you don't have. Any memory of yeah? You you're know? like, what so that happened? Like, <laughs> exactly. You're like, there's no way, and all this conflagration of events, and so when it's it's really it's actually. Um, it's really fun to get together and try to set each other straight. We actually still do that a fair amount, to be honest with you. We're you did, still in touch with each other. You just,
0: like, make appointments to, like, get your story straight? <laughs> Is a... Well, if everybody...
3: <laughs> no, I mean, if everybody's in town, we go out to...
0: Oh, town, oh, I like see. That. Okay. I, you know,
3: and try to try to get everybody... There's a little bit of that going on, yeah. A little bit of setting the story straight, <laughs> but
0: again, not. I'm not cross-examining you, so that's <laughs> yeah, it's okay. No, it's so it, it's interesting that I mean, you guys are involved in each other's lives, like as you know. It, it, I mean, it, it's almost like you don't want to say friends because it doesn't like really give the the depth of the experience and relationship when you play in a band with someone, especially for that long. It's almost like it's a family, yeah. thing, right. Yeah, much more so.
3: And also, our families were very close, you know? I mean, right. that's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I knew... Like, I, li- I was friends with Ian's brother before I was in a band with Ian. I mean, Alec and I were good friends when we were, like, 14, and I used to sleep at his house all the time, you know? So oh, of course, like- yeah. <laughs> And also, same with with Guy, I mean, when, by, I mean, I was like 15 when I met him, so it's, it's a little hard to separate family from friends at that point, you know, like it, it's a, and to be in the same zip code since 1967, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like, a rarity,
0: it's
1: a,
3: str- yeah. it's a rarity. I'm a weirdo. I get it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on, I'm on yeah. So. Well and, and it is much more it is like family honestly and we do and we have now you know you know buried buried each other's parents and things you know we right. you know that whole process and there's and it's not just the four of us too. I mean that's uh, I'm sh- the, there's a lot of people who we grew up with here in DC who in the from the punk rock scene said are we are still super duper tight with and keep in touch with every day. so um anyways. Not to get sentimental.
0: But no, no, of that course that. not. I mean, that's. I mean, it's, it's it's a natural thing. Like, and that's, you know, it's part of the process. Unfortunately, you you have you know you these new lives come into the world, and you get to see them become aware and like develop their own identities, and you know maybe even sometimes being like involved in things that that you're also interested in. You can recognize that passion, but you also you know people exit life as well, and that's yeah, that's part of the part of the deal. <laughs> I think is that they say right. <laughs> Yep.
3: Yeah, nice. Uh, we're, we're keeping it positive.
0: We're trying to keep it positive. Right. <laughs> keeping it keeping it up positive for the uh, the, the for the, for the Brandon Candy's appearance at the Giggle Hut coming up uh, next next Thursday. Oh yeah, right. The Giggle Hut. <laughs> so I mean, but it, so if you guys are, and, and you gotta understand, like I I I'm not I'm not trying to like you know totally fixate on this this issue. i'm just trying to set the scene like if you, if you guys are hanging out like you know, going to dinner together like you're getting each other's stories straight etc i mean at, at one point like it kind of seems like you're doing all the things that a band would do still except for the playing music part
3: right? i know you'd think right it's crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i mean is that ever does it ever come up i mean do you ever like just like hey you want to go down to the go down to the Garage and bang out a few tunes, or is is that just something uh, that? Uh,
3: you know, yeah. I mean, it comes up. It's just like it's sort of um, we play individually together. You know, I mean, on and in, in different ways. Just not, just not all together.
0: Right, not everybody. Exactly. in because <laughs> it's almost like right. I mean, do you feel like you're going to turn into Voltron and start crushing cities or something? I mean, what, what's the <laughs> like? Is is it just like the uh, nah, pressure? It's,
3: Uh, no, it's just, um, no, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just not, uh, it just hasn't, it just hasn't happened. It should, you know, it should, but it, it hasn't. And it's, I think it's, I, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with the equilibrium too much. You know what I mean? If you're, if everything, everything's fine. And I, I do think about, um, you know, I mean, you think about it. You toy with it as a concept, and then and it's get, and you get really excited about it as a concept of the potential, you know, of it. And then you think, wow, man, it's like you're really, you're really playing with something kind of powerful. In that, um, you think it'd be like really easy, know <laughs> so right. just to get together and play a few times, and that'd be fine. And it would be fine. It would be totally fine to get together as the four of us didn't play you know um, but then getting past that um it takes a lot of you know you'd have to really commit to it as a as a as a um you'd have to be good I mean I think right. honestly I mean it, it, we you couldn't get up there and totally shit the bed you know that would be really bad I think you know and <laughs> yeah uh, and, and yeah one thing and one thing I one thing i I, I did and even at the end of Fugazi, when we were working on the argument, I was like, God damn, man, this record took three years to make, really. Um, it was like, and, and once you realize that that record took three years, I was like, man, I don't know. You know, I have like uh, my third kid coming and I, I just don't know if I can, like it's a lot of work. It was a lot of work putting records together um, yeah. towards the end not as much at the beginning for some reason, whatever that, you know, you can tell me what that is. I have no idea. But, um, I mean, you know, you're just setting, maybe you're setting your standards higher or whatever, or maybe you're just not wanting to repeat yourself and you only have so many skills, you know, but the, uh, but, you know, towards the end of, you know, and and that's what I, I said, go, I started thinking about, I'm like, Hey, it would be a shit ton of work, I think. To really make another Fugazi record or to really,
0: you know, to really work it like that. Well, uh, Um, I mean, you're also, that's because you're putting that pressure on internally, like within the band, because, and, you know, you mentioned the argument. I love that record. I think it actually might be my favorite record of yours. Like, it's fantastic. That's my favorite record. I listen to it. Yeah, I listen to it like you know every week. Like it's it's a regular. It's a regular, and I I listen to your other records as well. But I, I mean, it was it, like when I talk about the, you know the band like finding the thing, kind of, kind of sticking with it. That's not what the, you guys did at all. <laughs> you did a bunch of you brought in yeah. all these crazy things, and yet it all sounded like you. And I mean, that, that's an inspiration for you know a lot of the rest of us to be able to, like, okay, you can actually make this work if you're willing to. Trust the people um, you're with yeah. and, you know, just <laughs> make it happen, pretty much. And and yeah. ask, ask better of yourself and for others.
3: And be, You have to be just super honest with yourself, you know, and, like, really listen to what's coming out of the speakers and really... And also, you know, like, try, yeah, trust the other guys in your band, to, you know, just, just to be honest with what they're, you know, and not... Uh, it, there's There's no easy... Those records, records like that are, you know, or, you know, any, I think any record is hard to make when you take it seriously, you know, when it's not just a kick it out, kick it out and put it on, put it out there really quickly. I mean, when you really, if you're really serious about it in a way, you know, it's, it doesn't, it's not necessarily fun, you know, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) No, it, you're you're totally. I mean, like, I, I've I've more than a couple times been like, "Oh, we're going out to, to record." I'm like, "Oh, have fun." I'm like, "Ah, yeah, um, yeah, maybe, kind of, like sometimes, hopefully." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. Really, it's lo- <laughs> it just also works. Yeah, so much, but if you're serious
3: about it, I mean, I think it's just like writing a book or something. You know, you're full of self-loathing and <laughs> doubt and all these other things, and you know, you and, you know, and also just having four. Four guys together, you know, trying to communicate. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely. It's an awesome process when and if you can, if you're up for it, and everybody starts, you know, takes it seriously and does it, and it's fantastic. And but that's what it takes, you know. You really have to be there for real. And you can't just bullshit your way through it. You have to be there for real, and (laughs) and. I'm telling you, that's, it's all, it's, a, anyway, so I, I think about that, and I, that's one thing I really, I really honestly do miss, is that real, is that commitment, you know, the commitment to the, to the, to the songs, and to the records, and, I mean, there's, there's nobody, there's, I mean, you know, those guys were really, are still, I mean, still really committed, I mean, you can tell by Ian's you know that he's he works his ass off with those arrangements. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on one second. Um,
0: hold on. I don't know I'm gonna man fuck this guy.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> Suck it. Not dude. you.
3: <laughs> no, somebody's trying to call me, and I'm I'm afraid if I'm gonna if I get rid of him, I'm gonna hang up on you. So I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm just gonna let him get a voicemail.
0: Um, That's right. Brendan Candy knows his where his priorities are. It's with photonic <laughs> reversal. God damn it.
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyways, I don't know. I don't know if that's if that no. I mean that's I, helpful, but that that is that is that is one aspect of it that I'm I'm like that writerly aspect of making like arrangements and stuff. It's like it's mind numbing. It's horrible. It's really difficult, and it's really great. It's really rewarding, and it ultimately. Is the way I would like to make records, and it's really hard to 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 get that down. You know, to to do that pro to get that process down. Arrangements are really can be really hard. So, anyway,
0: they they certainly can. I mean, and it's, but it's also, you know, you, the one of the interesting things about the Fugazi stuff is that you know you guys continued be you know being a living entity and like you know <clears throat> brought new songs in. You know, obviously, as you mentioned, some records take longer than others when you're a brand new band there's that excitement of like oh man let's just yeah let's go let's do it and then it's like you know you almost don't look back and then yeah <laughs> and then you know as time goes on you don't want to repeat yourself you, know, you want to make sure you're you're doing like the best you can and so on and so on but i mean i think i mean you, you guys have like a discography that's very rare amongst bands that you have more than three records and there's not a bad one and I've actually, I, this is something I brought up on the show before, that it is really yeah. hard to find a discography uh, for a band that doesn't have, like, you know, some crazy lineup shift, that doesn't have at least one just faceplant of a record. Just like, whoops, all right, well, that the, that one didn't work out so well.
3: Uh, well, it'll, it'll hearten you to know that we got plenty of bad reviews at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think we could have, like, the last, like, after, um steady diet of nothing it was like you know in dc like the city paper and the post like they were just kind of us, like you know
0: that's insane to me. it was it kind of
3: was, i know it was it kind of sucked but whatever well
0: you I, know, you know what they're like oh this this doesn't sound like waiting room i mean what, what was their what was their deal like it's it's yeah. that record's great it's, I, it's maybe one of my favorites yeah yeah
3: well steady diet they were like oh it sounds they sound tired and then, and then it Come was on. just, from then on, it was just kind of like, oh, it's murky, oh, it's this, it's, they just complained a lot about it. And we all, it was, you know, we what only I, have so many people writing reviews in this town. Now we have pretty decent, like Chris Richard from Q, not, Q and Not you, is one of our biggest rock writers in right. town. He writes for the Washington Post. He's awesome. And if only we had a time machine and you could go back and review our records and
0: think Right. Out. You might get some real... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's almost like uh, Tim Tim Midyett from uh, Mint Mile and Silkworm and Bottomless Pit and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, he had a great quote that I'm just going to completely butcher and paraphrase here. But it's, it's something along the lines of like, you know, it, with most, you know, rock writing these days, it, it's it's almost like... Doing research of any kind is physically painful, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that's so that so exemplifies the problem, right?" Because it's just, it, it's like, "Oh, what's being yeah. put, put in front of me now? Oh, it's this. It sounds like that. Psh, move on." And it's like a, an assembly line of mediocrity. Yeah, and, and right. it's 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 crazy to me that because for me the whole re- whole reason like you know and I you know, long since retired from it, but the whole reason I got into writing in the first place was because i was excited about like oh my god have you heard this record it's amazing you know blah 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 you need to hear about it and yeah. there is some laudability to like when you find something you just like loathe that like oh i can't wait to tell people how terrible this is but that was never that was like one out of 100 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think not a pleas, not pleasurable yeah and it's and it's kind of like as as you get older like for me you know for me at least it was like well this isn't my thing yeah and then you're able to just kind of move on to like something else cuz there's a whole lot of stuff that's just out there. That's just there. And it's not bad, it's not Yeah. It's not it's not terrible, it's not wonderful, it's just there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
3: I remember Skip Skip Groff Skip Grof at a at the record store where I we we all used to work at. But you guys you got to stop telling people that that the records suck. You can say it's great but I don't like it. I'm right. Like, okay. <laughs> like no, it's great, but I don't
0: like it. Yeah, it's, it's it's wonderful. It's it's awesome. It's just not for me.
3: Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to interrupt
0: you. No, no, that that's fine. I I, had, I really didn't know where I was going with that, but I mean, it's other than music journalism is terrible these days. And
3: yeah, you should read read some of Chris Richards' articles. Uh, you'll be very heartened. Okay. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm al- I'm always down. It's like I always I'm that that's the kind of thesis statement that I'm looking to be proved wrong. You know, like yeah. I'm I'm hoping that I'm not correct about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and exactly. so but that's gotta be interesting, like as you as we've moved into you know, the Fugazi dads and whatnot, and there and there are kids that like still are discovering these records like every year. And you know, all, all made all the easier because there's all the online sources to be able to to find them and, and be aware of them. And we, yeah and
3: Ian keeps them in print I mean that's the that's the main reason right is that Ian Ian the discord has stayed in business they pay people they keep their records in print and people can discover them anew you know as they get to the age where they might give a shit about it that's still it's still there so that's that's the main thing I mean I I, I really give him so much credit for that. Well, you
0: know, and it's rare. I mean, that's like a goddamn unicorn these days. You know, it's there's (laughs) no one that does that really anymore. I know. It's like everything's kind of like on like in this archival form of just like in the ether, like out there, like it's it's there that you can find. But it's like no, with Discord, like there's a place you could write to a place, whether it's like through an email or like on a physical piece of mail, and then you can you can get this record for you know. $9 Nine dollars postage paid, or whatever it happens to be, and that's astounding. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Well, also, if he had
3: just if he had just thrown it on the fire, you know, and he very well could have done any time in the late nineties or early two thousands. He could, you know, there. It's very possible that nobody, people wouldn't give a shit about it at all anymore. I right. mean, that's totally that's totally possible. But, you know, there's lots of stuff out there on the internet that's like a beautiful rare jewel that like us nerds love, you know, and trade amongst each other. <laughs>
1: right. But
3: it's like, there's not, but you know, he's, you know, he's really stood by it and kind of helped, helped, helped all he's helped everybody on his label for that reason. So anyway,
0: no, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's very inspiring is that's, it's kind of like a bizarre situation that, this, you don't see a whole lot of these days, and I guess I don't really have a point or a question with it. That's more observation. Well, time, time is always
3: a time's a player in all of our lives. You don't realize that longevity is like how crucial long, you know, longevity is, and sticking with something while other people are calling you bonkers and talk trying to talk you out of it.
0: Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like I mean. I remember Jonathan Winters, uh, you know, I remember Jonathan Winters doing an interview and he's like, you know, I got I can't tell you how many times I I had to fight for this thing that is me, you know, this But you know, people are like, "Oh, are you you know, they get sick of you. and they tell you to change and they tell you to do something else." And he's like, "I had to fight to stay to to be Jonathan Winters and to stay as Jonathan Winters and you know, and it's like they 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 think you're you know, it makes you crazy after a while." Right. So, anyway,
0: well, and it's—I mean, it's—it's got to be interesting that you know, I Fugazi is one of those bands that it's—it's a it's like cultural shorthand almost. <laughs> you know, like it, for, for me, it's from the outside of it. Of course, I—I uh, yeah, I can meet someone if, and you know if they're talking about Fugazi. Like, there's like several things that I can assume about them. One and like the things that I can assume are like pretty good. That for the most part it tends to be like a very critical thinking group of individuals that probably thinks about things other than music and that it applies to other. And I can't, I honestly can't think of another modern band that I can say that about like none. And it's impressive. And I, it's, I think like the lines of, You know, it going from, oh, these sellouts, they were in a commercial to being like, hey, so-and-so's in an Apple commercial now. Hey, awesome for them. Like just like how society has like changed and what is and is not acceptable as far as like blending those lines between the community that you have, uh, whether that's between the band and the fans or, you know, something like Discord or, you know, in any other aspect and just being like, oh, well, of course you have. That's the only way you would ever make money is if you just sold your song to this company and had this ad or something right right and it's it's, yeah i mean it's crazy to me i
3: try not to be i know i try not to judge people on that in that regard because it's like there's some you know it's you know i don't know i really but you know you have to you have to do the things you feel comfortable with well
0: and (laughs) and you you talked to me uh when we talked some years back, you mentioned the the Big Lebowski thing. Uh,
3: oh, it was actually it was actually uh, Kingpin.
0: Kingpin, sorry, yeah.
3: I meant to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think I said Big Lebowski, but it was actually Kingpin. There's bowling involved. Another yeah. Bowling movie. that came out within six months of Big Lebowski.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly.
3: I meant to call you back and correct myself, but I it slipped my mind <laughs> until now. Oh, I apologize.
0: We'll correct the record now, and uh, later on you can get together with the Fugazi guys, guys and get your story straight about it. But
3: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> this this entire, this time warp that I'm in, this long-winded, slow business. Oh, speaking of time, I actually have um, something that's coming out in a couple weeks. We did these, I don't know, if you, do you know about Burn to Shine at all? Yeah, I, actually, I,
0: I have some notes to ask you about Burn to Shine. Uh,
3: yeah, so we we actually had after Touch and Go went out of business, or not they didn't go out of business, but they stopped distributing a lot of labels, and right, ours yeah. was one of our and Trixie was one of them, and also people stopped buying DVDs to be honest with you. So we but we had a couple Burn to Shine still in the can, and one of them was Atlanta, and uh, we decided and it, we'd never put it together. Even we had did a bunch of other things and. Couldn't figure out how to how to make it, you know, how to fit it in our schedule, really. And the time just went on. But anyways, we just put it together. I just mixed it. And we're going to show it in Atlanta on the 9th, D.C. on the 12th, and New York on the 13th. And then we're going to put it up online um, and donate the proceeds to charity, to uh, a run, runaway program down in um, Atlanta. Very nice. Um, so it'll be called Burn to Shine Atlanta number six it came we filmed it in 2007 and it's got um black lips and deer hunter and Mastodon and Shannon Wright and the cohangers and it's just it's really really great and um, I'm so psyched that it's finally coming out so we're just finishing that up this week so, so
0: keep I, an eye out for it yeah <laughs> absolutely that, that that's fantastic news I mean they ha- I have the uh... Yeah, the Chicago one. I I think I, I've got yeah. it in, in my in my DVDs, my DVD drawer. I I have them. I know.
3: Well, <laughs> I think I want to. I, what I'd like to do is put them all up online. We none of them are online except right. on YouTube as yeah, yeah. as rips. And so, what I want to do is put them all up online, just and have a, like a Vimeo a Vimeo portal for like you know a five dollar. Donation to these charities, yeah. or a two dollar two dollar rental towards these charities, and just find a charity for each town and put it out there. So I think you can look look for that in the next couple months. We're going to put the first one up this week, um, and then we'll but do the older ones, you know, as in the next month or so.
0: That's fantastic.
3: I, yeah. So, so what, and then ho- hopefully we'll do more of those. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean that's it's, it's it's a it's an amazing concept, and for those that maybe aren't familiar with the series. Uh, you know the 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 crux of it is that you know that each one of these cities is, is it's curated by a, a person, and there's I mean would you would a you, human a human a human if you will let's go ahead and uh, say it's a human, and you find these structures these places. To have the band play in these rooms that
3: they're all houses. They're all houses.
0: It's houses that, in a lot of yeah, cases, the, house, the houses are, are not long for this world. Like they're, you know, they're
3: all we demolish all the houses at the end of the at the end of the film. They're just like we do like ten or twelve bands in the house and over one day, and then we demolish the house, and then it has like a little short intro about the town and the the city a little bit at the top then we just let run the bands then we demolish the house
0: right and And we have and 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 to me it's always kind of seemed like such a statement on the you know the impermanence of of you know there being a a thing in a certain time in a certain place that you know once that certain time and place happens it's you know, it's gone. And then and maybe that band will be, you know, moving on somewhere else and later on, but that moment in time is captured just as that moment is captured in that structure in that place. And I just thought that was a really interesting concept.
3: Yeah. And it's also about the impermanence of these relationships of people too. I mean, of it's course, all yeah. About, yeah. It's just basically taking a snapshot of a, a community, you know, in, 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 on one day and then, and tearing it down, tearing it down, sending it out in space like a space capsule that's the
0: idea so whatever whatever happened with the louisville one there's a that was a volume four right
3: you know what you know what we're gonna no we're gonna do that next we have to put that on
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) did did we just break some more news here (laughs) no i just
3: it's just a sore subject the 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 Louisville one and the Atlanta one are both been like they've been long. I mean, we showed we actually showed the Atlanta one. I mean, the Louisville one in Louisville, right? Um, and uh, but you know, we never put it out because there's just never been like a machinery to put this stuff out you know, since people stopped buying DVDs. And it's like you know. So, anyways, yes, we were, we are were going to put that one up
1: as well.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's it's interesting that you know when the the series started. Yeah, like you know, like the first one was like what two thousand four, right? So it's yeah, like having like a physical product of like a DVD was like oh, of course, how else would you, you know, watch it? Oh, it's on DVD, which has got all these extra features. <laughs> oh, it's so much better than VHS. And then as time goes on, it's like oh no, it's just all on the internet now. It's just all <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> like I mean, exactly.
0: What would you think about like would you allow it to be on like a Netflix or a Hulu or something along those lines?
3: Well, I think that I, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we could work something out somewhere. I'd, you know, or, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do something where we could continue to do more of them, to be honest with you. The ones yeah. that we have, um, or that we made, I would like to put up, you know, I mean, the, the concept right now is to put them up there so people can actually, you know, we can raise some money for some charities. But it, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, they, they won't, unfortunately, they won't let me, Vimeo won't let me pay what you will, you know, you have to pay something. So I don't know. Um, we're working it out right now. It'll, but, but there'll be either way, it'll be up by the ninth.
0: All right. Wow. That's, that's pretty soon. That's good. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to check it out because yeah, like I said, I have the, you know, the, the, the whatever the one DVD that I have. And uh, I was like, wow, I want to see the rest of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really hard. <laughs>
3: It, I know, right? It shouldn't be
0: this hard. Right? It's, it
3: should not be this hard for a physical products. I know. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. But I did, I did, I, you did just remind me to tell you about it.
0: So, well, I'm, I'm glad you did because, like I said, I did have some notes for that. So it's, it's, a, it's that's great news. That's, I'm looking forward to checking that out and, uh, and the. Uh, the uh, uh, Atlanta, so I can think of the word Atlanta, sorry. <laughs> One is uh, a. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's volume six, right?
3: Yeah, volume six. Going to come out on the on the night. Nice.
0: All okay. right. Really yeah.
3: Cool. I'll send, I mean, maybe I can send you a link. Do you have a website for your? Yeah. That you can, uh, yeah, I'll send you a link for
0: it. You'll want to go to radio-neutron.com, uh for all the archives. Yeah, that, that's where the podcast go. stuff go, which, I mean, let's not fool ourselves. Most people listen on the podcast. Uh, you know, it's, it's always great to have the live listeners. We've been having plenty of awesome questions. I've been completely ignoring in the chat box the entire time. <laughs> so, oh yeah! <laughs> hey everybody, come on the, <laughs> the chat box and chat, and then I'll ignore you completely.
3: <laughs> are you gonna edit? Are you gonna? Is this live or are you it's gonna li- edit?
0: It, no, it's live, and it's with, with very few exceptions. Uh, the show goes out mostly as it airs. So there's very little in the way of editing, and when it is, it's usually for hey I you know, talked about this thing that I would rather not have on the air. Can you take that out? Like that level of, of taking things out. Yeah. Uh, right. You yeah. Know, the, the little lies we tell them ourselves is that I, I think it makes for a better show, a podcast to listen to when, uh, you are doing it live. Uh, at least for me, it is <laughs> like, I, I feel like I have better instincts when there's the pressures on, you know what I mean? Rather than just like being like a little bit too relaxed and Oh yeah. Yeah. So, well, what else are you doing? You doing Oh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. All right.
3: Yeah. No, I, I hear you there. <laughs> well, uh,. I think we've dragged it on long enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I yeah, I, I would. I, I'm sure you have you have other things that, that you need to do. But I, I mean, I could, I could seriously keep talking to you all night. I, although at a certain point, it does become like a very animated conversation, like in high school. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, heading down to the Seven <laughs> Eleven?
3: Exactly. <laughs> oh, did you, did you see Batman versus Superman? <laughs>
0: right, exactly. And I did not, and I, I'm probably no, not going I, to. <laughs> you're not. I don't care did about that. I mean, I
3: yeah. But well, you don't I, have teenagers.
0: Yeah, I was always a Marvel guy, uh, yeah. so I, you know, I, I. Is that really why you're not going to see it? Because DC oriented? No, I, I don't like Zack Snyder. I think he sucks. Uh, Sorry. Is he? The, is he Superman? No, he's <laughs> he's the director. <laughs> oh, he is. So he what did. What else did he do? He did 300. He did. Uh, oh yeah. Um, that Watchmen movie that kind of totally fucked up the ending. Um, okay. <laughs> He did the. <laughs> he read. He's the guy who did the remake of uh, Don, uh, Dawn of the Dead, too. I think. Let me let me, let me oh, check yeah. that. But that was. It had fast zombies, but they were zombies, and it was sort of like, well, if they're zombies, they wouldn't be fast, would they?
3: Well, that's post uh, whatever twenty three hours or whatever it is. What's, uh, the,
0: what's the one? Uh, tw- that's the. Yeah, twenty eight days later. But they weren't actually zombies. That they, days were. Later. they were <laughs> they were infected people. And it's like, well, those were infected people and in these anyway, whatever. Point point like of fact fat.
3: is I thought they were fat zombies. they they were infected they, people. They were
0: infected people ultimately, yeah. And, okay. All and right. I don't know. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, because I really thought that, I was it, gonna be talking about the Dawn of the Dead remake and whether or not they were uh, a, 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 a infected people or not and twenty eight days later with the drummer of fugazi when I thought
3: <laughs> this the morning. original the, the original the original Dawn of the Dead like scared the shit out of me oh it's amazing
0: it's one of my favorite movies of all time It's so creepy yeah. and like just you know almost <laughs> just like petulant creepiness I love it it's amazing yeah. And then- yeah, I
3: saw it when it came out. My sister worked at a theater where they would show. It was a midnight movie, and I,
0: she would just let me into
3: these theaters. So I'd, and I was like, "What? I must have been twelve or something like that." At twelve or thirteen, and, they, and I saw that it was and 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 Last Tango in Paris and all these other fucked <laughs> up movies. But right, right. that was, uh, but that one just like totally rewired my DNA, and I just could not function for a little while there. It was so creepy.
0: Well, yeah, and it's it, it's so affecting, and and what's in what another thing that disliked that Donna that had remake was that they took out the whole kind of nod towards consumerism, and right, you know which that is so great, yeah, which is Every like one point. of the best things it, about the brilliance of that movie, right? And they just totally ignored that, and then in this remake that Zack Snyder made, hack, he's a hack. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's a, he's a freaking hack.
3: Well, yeah, there's a lot to complain about with the Batman versus Superman, but I was surprised because it got so slagged, and there was still a lot of redeeming qualities to it. So that's all the opening. I don't know. I don't know. It seemed it seemed passable to me. You know what else I saw? I saw um, <laughs> "Embrace the Serpent." Serpent. Have you seen that? About. Uh, the Explorers in the Amazon? Oh, the no. It, sound,
0: it sounds like it'd be a tough uh, black metal record name, though. Yeah. <laughs> <Brace> the <serpent.
1: laughs> embrace the Serpent. Embrace the Serpent. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty... <laughs> anyway,
3: it's what, pretty good.
0: This is... Uh, so, it's the Embrace the Serpent. This is a... Uh, you said it was about an explorer? Of some yeah, kind? it's about a
3: German, a German ethnobotanist who goes down to the Amazon and um, and, you know, it basically uh, tries to, you know, sort of find these specific plants to keep himself alive, but also to find plants that can, you know, help the world in the Amazon while confronting the rubber trade and, and the Catholic and the and the Catholics.
5: Okay. All right. um,
3: huh. And the missionaries. So, so it's, it's a, a comedy like then, a, basically. A, <laughs> a, yeah, it's hilarious. It's a hoot. <laughs> it's a <laughs> and, it, and it's uh, yeah, it's very much like uh, a Gear of the Wrath of God or something like that. Like, okay. A, like a Berger Burger Herzog movie.
0: All right. So so probably yeah. very visually striking. Probably lots of uh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah,
3: yeah. Total knockout. So.
0: So that that that's something that, highly recommended. As, as someone that you know does film and has a has, has a serious background and impressive resume of film projects, is it easy for you when you you know just watch whatever the latest Hollywood uh, blockbuster is? Can you turn that part of the brain off when you're watching these movies? Like if you watch like a more um, like a mainstreamy movie? <laughs> no.
3: I mean,
1: they're, yeah,
3: <laughs> they're so, they're all, they look, they they all look like so CGI'd out, you know, they're all, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like a, one giant corporate mule fuck after another, but the, uh,
1: <laughs> don't
3: <they're>... mince words, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: but I still go, I still go, there's just like in equal measure, like there's enough to complain about. And I, you know, I guess the one exception is like, I actually do like typically these, uh, the superhero movies, you know, I do too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. First, first, first
3: couple X-Men movies. It's like totally great. I don't know. I kind of, kind of releases you from the bonds of critique, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and Um, it's, uh, the, like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. I liked a lot.
3: Uh, yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi in general, you know, Darkman, uh, dark man, evil Dead, like all that stuff is so great. Yeah, I love that stuff.
0: Yeah, completely agree. So, and they and they all were visually striking. And when, when, one of the thing I found found so interesting about Sam Raimi and his you know, and those earlier films is that they work so well with like the confines of what was available to them with the resources that they had.
3: And that that's the that's the that is the ultimate takeaway. From um, and that's the same with Serp- with uh, embrace the serpent. It's like it's you you and I could have made that movie right. if we were just a little bit smarter.
0: Well, maybe, but, I was gonna uh, say maybe you could have. I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the uh, but the um, and, and you go back and look at um, you know the Evil Dead series or most of Sam Raimi's stuff for Dark Matter and you know or let's go back to Orson Welles. You know. And and our uh, Ernst Ernst Lubitsch, or um, and you know the the thing that that you that you or um, and the good thing that you go, you know that I gravitate to is the the accessibility of it. You know that it right. really is just with a little bit a little bit more work on the script and a little bit you know more time setting up the shots and a little bit better actors and. You know, you could, those are things you that is the those are films you can make. You know, right, right, and that's a, and that's the ultimate joy. And I think that's why we do love Sam Raimi. You know, um, is that you know you can you can grasp it or or John of the Dead. Like you can see making those movies, right, and wanting to make those movies and having a great time doing it. You know, well, um, well sure. So I, I, it, these I, other, most 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 other movies are you know these days are.
0: Really not like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like with something like Night of the Living Dead uh, to Dawn of the Dead and and you know the Evil Dead's and whatnot. It's almost like if you have a crayon box, you know, that has like like the eighteen crayons or whatever comes in, and then you know when you get like the bigger budget, it's like oh, well, now we have like sixty four crayons. We have like the big box and we have like the big budget, but it's yeah. still like you have the skills that you're still going to be able to make the picture if you have like the fewer right. crayons. And in fact, in some ways, that can kind of make the picture better that you don't have, like you have to work. Yeah. Like what you have, like it's limited resources, yeah. limited availability.
3: Yeah. And one thing, one thing I do like about uh, these days is, you know, your DSLR, you can make your DSLR look fantastic. You know, right. I mean, you can go out and shoot a feature on, you know, a GH4 and, um, and it'll look fantastic, honestly. You just have to spend a second getting the shot right. But you put the right lens on it, you know, put a decent prime lens on it, and you're good to go. I mean, that's that's an amazing thing. So people who spend the time to actually get that, you know, and that's a that's just something you work at constantly. Right. But all the, all the materials are out there from my kid or me or anybody to make whatever... Friggin' movie they want to at this point. So there's really, a, it really is ultimately like a super liberating time. Yeah, and it's also a super liberating time for um, you know for scripts and for television. And you know, it's like you know, there's well, there's a lot of wonderful things happening out there in the in the film and and uh, and and video world. So it just happens to be, it happens to be the one thing that i feel like i'm kind of in control over you know right <laughs> it's like it's you know because it's it is nicely rewarding to put something together that you're proud of you know and it doesn't it doesn't cost money anymore
0: yeah and and it, yeah. it makes it it kind of lowers that barrier of entry it lowers the, the pain point that you people are more likely to like take risks and do you know something crazy uh, you know, as for instance, like we got somebody of the, of the, of the many people that we have hanging out in the chat box right now, uh, we have uh, from all over the world, which is just utterly fantastic, and I, I love everything about the fact that we have this outlet to sit here and talk about, you know, Evil Dead and stuff, and have people in Bulgaria listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah. this guy John Yingling, who's he's been a guest on the show. He does oh his, yeah, I know him. Yeah, he does this series of uh, you know the world underground, and it's amazing. It's like yeah, I, I, and uh, he's, he's just this nutcase that just you know, no offense, y-ingling. Uh but he just decided no, he's going to do a, this. We
3: have a lot. We have a lot in common. He's just much more ambitious than I am. I mean, he's been he's he's still in China now or something. I don't know. I've, I've watched the I watched the last. One that came from China and was really, really remarkable. I'm really impressed by him. Honestly, I met him up in Missoula, Montana at yep. um, at the festival up there. My brother lives up there, and is his my brother's a writer and and runs a writing program up there. And so I go up there in February to the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, and that's um, and that's where I met him. Yeah, and he's just really impressive. And I, and I, I definitely feel like he's a kindred spirit. You know, just out there, he's like out there just pressing play and record and just documenting things. I think that's totally cool.
0: Yeah. And, and I know he's got a uh, episode two coming up in the summer and then he's, he's the, the third one is actually going to be about Missoula, which is going to be sometime next year, I guess. And, and he's, I mean, he's gosh, he's in Indonesia. Uh, he's all, he's all over the place. That guy he's like, he's like, he's like Waldo or uh, the gnome. Yeah. Know? It's, he's all, it's all over the place. This guy.
3: What did he need a that? And what did he need his appendix out or something? He's yeah, riding, trying to raise money for some shit over in China. I was like, you might want to come back and get your appendix out over here, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I just saw him. I'm no medical doctor, but I'm no yeah. I just <laughs> he seemed really
3: far upriver at that point.
0: Yeah, you know? and I think that was that was pretty pretty common. Advice that that he was given that uh, yeah, and I know he has he has the appointment made, and <laughs> I, I think he's uh, yeah, I, I, I believe what was told. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Under no circumstance should you stay in China for a hernia operation. Get the fuck out. Is the uh, what is <laughs>
3: yeah, that's something like that. Somebody I think said. That was, it. Yeah. <laughs> The, inter- the internet spoke all collectively. <laughs> right, Same yeah. Practice.
0: I wanted to find that quote. That's what I was filibustering for. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Yeah, no, he's
0: a great guy. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, when I think of, like, the world underground, like, I think of, you know, things like Burn to Shine as, as being, like, sort of an antecedent to it and, and sort of, like, showing, like, hey, you can just go and, like, make something, like, crazy and beautiful that is exist, you know, just have the, have the boldness and, you know, maybe craziness just to go and do it.
3: Yeah. And film is really good for that. It actually, and with, um, you know, the, and the internet is, uh, it's, I mean, it enables so much communication between people in that, in that regard. And so he's, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really proud of that guy, but it is, and it's, it's really, it's a really great time for that in general. Um, just using film, Communicate our scenes. I mean, back when we started doing Bird to Shine, it just wasn't, there was a lot of that kind of stuff on VHSs and stuff like that, but there wasn't that level of communication. Um, you know, YouTube wasn't really happening yet. And uh, actually, I don't think it was, <laughs> I actually don't think it was happening in 2004, but right. maybe I'm wrong. But, um, um no, that's so that's that's changed entirely since then. Um anyways, yeah, it's for for the better, I think, you know. Um although it is it does it still the same age old problem, it is actually hard to make anything, you know, to do it as a profession is
0: yeah. It's hard, harder to make a living at it, right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you have a uh, an offer from the Radio Nope chat box that full room and board if you decide to come to Bulgaria to do a <laughs> to do an episode over there of, uh, of of Bird to Shine. So you got that going for you. I'm
3: trying to remember. Oh man, I wish I could remember. I used to know a couple Bulgarian bands from, but I can't remember them now. Back from when Fugazi was together, there were some good bands.
0: Did you ever play Bulgarian? Did from- you ever play out there? Play in Bulgaria?
3: Yeah, I think we did play in Bulgaria, in Bulgaria.
0: Um, Was it a castle? Well, it's got to be a castle, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. They're all castles. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it would have been, you know, in 91 or two or something like that. They're pretty early, I would think. Um, I'd have to look it up. I'm sure it's on the Bugazzi Live Series website. That, that's the thing. I That's like my brain. I just go to it and...
0: It's nice to we, have, right? You can you can you can remember other like life events and things based upon like, oh yeah, what yeah. was that show? Oh yeah, it was you know it was there with this these parties and.
3: <laughs> well, you you often get somebody sending you some sort of ephemera, like some photo or something, and you're like now when is that? And then you can find some evidence on it, and then you trace it down to the individual, um, gig, and then you and the and the and the, yeah, it it really it actually does kind of help broaden. How much, uh, how vivid your memories are. So it's helped a lot. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> well, and it's it's interesting as you get, as I go, as I as I maintain my residency on Golden Pond. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and it's interesting because if for the fans as well, you're able to tie in those those memories and experiences to an, an audio event as well. Like when you and this is something like when you did those shows in Chicago with Shellac and the X at oh, yeah. the um uh oh gosh, was it the the Congress, I think? Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I went to both those shows. that right yeah and i i I happen to meet actually that's where i met you at in person the first time at bob's house and it was interesting to me yeah i remember this now because the first show geese amp like i don't know what happened but like the cab tipped and like the head slammed down and Like and and this happened while you guys were playing, and what I found so impressive is you guys like recovered like um like there was like no like oh my god something's broken like everyone just kind of leapt into action. You kind of seemed to, like adjust the set to be like okay we'll do a couple songs where he just sings, mm-hmm. and uh but it was still like it it was like a rough show for you guys, uh which is it was still was amazing it was but it was like having, and I'll explain why that was so interesting to me in a minute. Uh, but mm-hmm. afterwards like the show you the next show that you guys played uh was maybe one of the best shows i've ever seen period because it, it to me it kind of seemed like you guys had something to prove at least to each other or like whatever that yeah. you like really dug deep and i was like oh my god like this is like amazing and one of the reasons why is because my own band at the time had we were in town because we played a show we played a show at fireside and it sucked it was like fraught with technical difficulties. <laughs> we like everything yeah. broke uh you know anything you could think of that could go wrong like went wrong right and we were just you know we were still very new to touring and we were if if not at each other's throats we were we were certainly demoralized and it was just everyone was kind of in a bad mood and it was like wow fugazi, even fugazi can like kind of have like a by their standards again asterisk, bad show yeah. and that was inspiring <laughs> to me that like, like yo, and they came back and like the next night they Fucking destroyed. Uh,
3: if we have, if we had played two nights in a place, where the second night was always like infinitely better,
0: and that's and that's you get comfortable with the room, you're more, you know, you the sound is more dialed in. Like who knows? But it, that was like such and the first and the first night sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't suck. It just was like, I mean, there was, you know, it's it's never good if like an amp takes a gainer off of a cab. I'm gonna go ahead and say make the call that that yeah, was, know. Like, there's gonna be an asterisk on that yeah. show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, for me personally, that was, that was like, one of those sort of, like, teachable moments if I was, like, writing a book or something that I was, like, I learned a lot from that uh, that was yeah. just, like, no, that was, and there wasn't even, like, a moment's hesitation about it. You guys just, like, dialed right in, and it just was, it's, it, it meant a lot, and that was something that, you know, I'm sure you did, like, you know, alternate Tuesdays, like, it was, <laughs> like, every day, you know? <laughs> right, right,
3: right, right. No, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you noticed the difference. Between a <laughs> shitty show and a good, a good show.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sharp, Canty. I'm sharp. <laughs> I pick up on stuff like that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So I mean, and that's. Oh God, there's so much more I, I would like to talk to you about. Well, we'll have to, We'll have you on again sometime. And uh, yeah, man, we can do it again. And Maybe we can even do something so, in uh, person if since you're going to be in town pretty soon. Um, oh
3: yeah, that'd be fun. I'd love to come over there. Where are you guys?
0: So Oakland. Um, so uh, yeah, just okay, r- Right, right over, right over the pond. You know, that pond. But it's <laughs> the pond. That's like ne- it's like a land nep- ocean.
3: <laughs> my nephew um, Turner Canty lives out there in Oakland and uh, is a musician and plays out in Oakland. I think he's doing mostly electronic music. But you should look him up, Turner. T U R N E R. Canty
0: everyone look um, up Turner Canty I will do the same
3: <laughs> yeah he's the man he's a he's a brilliant great writer he's also from Missoula
0: oh wow um, all roads lead back to Missoula man I don't know what it is
3: I know my well my mom's from from Montana my mom's from Billings and my uncle Mikey my aunt and uncle Mike and Kate are there my brother Dennis, Kevin is there uh, he's got our story in the New Yorker this week
0: Wow. Okay.
3: Yeah, and they, there's actually on the New Yorker podcast you can hear him read his story, which is even cooler.
0: Wow. So, yeah. all right, Canty yeah. family he's, representing.
3: He's a, he's a brilliant writer. Um, yeah, man, and we'll see you. Um, yeah, well, so we'll see you on on May uh, 12th and 13th or at some point. You let yeah. me know if you want to come
0: down to I, all those shows. I'll put you on the list. I Would absolutely love to. And, that'd, uh, that'd be fantastic. I would. I, I, I want to see cool. this. Uh, so so is this officially being called, like, the, uh, what, what's it, you, you have a name for the thing, when you do the thing? It's, the, uh, the
3: the thing at this Exploratorium? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's, I don't, I actually don't know what it's called. I think it's called, like, Brent Green, Sam Green Short Program or something like that. Something really uh, innocuous and dumb. But I will...
0: <laughs>
3: <it's>, <laughs> Don't that, oversell it, Kanti.
0: Come on. <laughs> I,
3: I, I literally—it's like the second time we've ever done it in the world. So it's—it's it's so new, um, and we're all meeting up on. You know, we did it. Actually, we've done it twice, but um, we are all meeting up this week up in New York to to finish the writing of it. So I will. You know, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. But I I think you'll I think if you count me, you'll dig
0: it. I hope. Yeah, so. I, I'm. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Cool. I, I'm, I'm totally in. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Uh, right now. Thanks for. Uh, thanks for being on the show, man. And, and and again, like, well, I'd like to have you on again sometime. It's a. Uh, it's it's a real pleasure. It's very few oh, thanks, people man. speak speak with a combination of your uh your your candor. Uh, your humor and your perspective so it's it's very enlightening and entertaining for us to to get that from you and we appreciate that thank you
3: i i appreciate it too man i think i love what you're doing so um and i'll see you in may
0: yeah sounds good man all right pal all right Brendan. take it easy see you later there he goes brendan canty the man the myth the legend Ah, what a cool guy love him oh boy that is a uh that that is a, a that's a hell of a time uh so go go see the thing that Brendan was talking about the exploratorium you your local uh sounds like we got some, some burn to shine business coming up uh so check that out there's all things all things canty it's canty's world we're just living in it baby we're just living in it oh well you done it again or maybe you've done it for the first time is this thing on it's okay. Uh, this has been another episode of Protonic Reversal, and gosh, that was a. Uh, I, I just like that guy. <laughs> I like that guy a lot. He's in, he's like it's. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. He's an inspiration. You know, it's okay to be inspired by stuff and people. <laughs> it's just called Conan Nichon's Protonic Reversals. It happens on Radio Nope every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Live. Live. Podcasts are available at dot We're behind. Don't get on my case about it. you hear Here archives of all the shows. All that good stuff. sure To check out the rest of Radio Nope's excellent programming 24 7, 365, RadioNope.com. Shows on uh, Facebook.
1: This is my farewell transmission.
0: If you can figure out and are so inclined to upgrade it on iTunes, that helps people hear the show. So, conspire the fire, all that. Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. I believe Brenna's back next week. So that should be good. Got a lot to catch up on. And uh, yeah, until then, take it easy.
4: I've got 50,000 watts of power. I want to ionize the air. Turns sound into electricity can you hear me now out on route 128 dark and lonely i got my radio on can you hear me now can you hear me now This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's It's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the transmitter Yeah. <clears throat>